Good morning, good morning, good morning. Oh my goodness me. Oh, well, it's very early again. Um, it's way, way cold in Blackpool, but my gran has has her heating on. So it's absolutely roasting. I feel like I'm in the tropics. I feel like I'm in, I don't know, Bermuda or Bahamas or somewhere really, really hot. Um, definitely don't feel as though I'm in the north of England, which is famous for being cold. Um, so I'm roasting. And, and I've been roasting all night as well, which didn't help me sleep. <laughs> Now, before we go any further, I have two. No, I have an apology to make. Not two, one. Okay, so um, the because of it's not my fault. I hasten to add, although I am going to take responsibility because I should have looked properly. Um, because the podcast um where I record it on Spotify, it keeps changing. And they don't always keep me up to date with the changes. Um, so they add buttons and they take buttons away and um, things like this. So a little while ago, they added a money button, um, which I can see. Um, and if I go into it, I can see if people have donated any money, which if you have, thank you very much. If you haven't, why not? <laughs> no, not really. If you haven't, don't worry. Um, it is nice to go on there and see that somebody has donated some money. I love it. Um, and it is, um, as I say, goes towards new books, which I have bought quite a few recently. Um, although we haven't um, read them, only the, the Mr. Men and whatever. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. That's not what I was apologising for. Um so they added the money button um, and I can see that. However, um, they've also added a button with interact on it. Now, I didn't know about this button. Nobody told me. So I only spotted it by accident yesterday because I was fiddling around. In fact, no, it wasn't. It was this morning. I was fiddling around trying to sort out yesterday's podcast um and I went into it and I saw this button and it said interact and I was oh what does that do <laughs> nosy me so had a little bit of a look pressed it and there was some messages from people so um I have to apologize because I went back into a few other um, I haven't gone back very far, but I have gone back um, and there's a few, few different messages. So, um, yeah, I haven't been ignoring you. If you've sent me messages and I have seemed to ignore you, I promise, promise, promise that I have not been ignoring you. I just did not know about the interact button <laughs> and I can't see it if I... I'm just doing what I'm doing now. I can't see the interact button. I can only see it if I actually go into one of the episodes of my put in the library, um, which is no good for me. I can't, I don't 
you know, trawl through them. So, oh my goodness me. Um, anyway, thank you for sending messages in if you have. There is a lot, there's some lovely ones from Isabella who wants me to know that she has got all the items of the scavenger hunt. Um, so well done, Isabella. And, um, she, as soon as she finds out how to send a photo, um, then she will show me. So, uh, Isabella, you can either send, uh, take a photo and post it onto our Facebook, um, page, which is Magical Children's Stories. Um, or you can, um, send, attach it on, on an email and send it to, um, I can't remember my email address. Uh, Sally Ann, so that's S A L L Y A N N E, nineteen ninety. So that's one nine nine zero at mail dot com. Okay, so if you send it there, or if you get mummy or daddy to write an email and just attach the picture, then I will receive it. And um, I can then post it on Facebook if that's okay. If it's not, I won't, of course. But um, I think those are going to be your two options to send me pictures. <laughs> um, so there you go. And Isabella has also requested the first Harry Potter book um, with the Philosopher's Stone. Um, now, I have thought about reading the first Harry Potter book, um, so please let me know if it is a book that um, others would like to hear, because I will have to get it, because I used to have it, and I lent it to someone, and they never gave it back to me. So I've got the all of the rest of the Harry Potter books, and I'm very annoyed that they didn't give me my, because um, it was a, a a very expensive first edition one. So, um, and now I don't know where the people are, so I can't even get it back. Um, so yes, Isabella, thank you very much for um, pressing the button, the interact button, and messaging me. <gasps> but um, I haven't been ignoring you, I promise. Now. Because it's Monday, we are doing the first two questions of our new quiz. Oh, I hear you say, what is it going to be about? Well, it's about different things, okay? So it's a bit of trivia. Uh, general knowledge, and we'll just see how many of you, but... To be fair, you can always ask Alexa or you can Google um, or you can look up in books the answers. So let us see. Uh, question one is, what is the seventh month of the year? <gasps> Ooh, is it January? Is it December? Ooh. <laughs> What is the seventh month of the year? So, a little bit of a clue. My birthday is in the sixth month, which is June. Number two. What is a shape called with three sides? Three sides. So it's not a square because that's got four. But what about three 
<laughs> so those are the first two questions of our quiz. Okay, and we'll see you tomorrow. <gasps> mm, what? 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 Um, the next two questions are. Sorry, something just made me jump. Then something moved in a carrier bag, but it was just where it was falling, um, and it made me jump. <laughs> I thought there was something in it. <laughs> something alive anyway um we have an impossible question and it's from victoria so um it's a lovely question it really is um so it says why are puppies cute victoria that is such a lovely question because you are quite right puppies are so cute and so are kittens not so cute when they grow up and they cause havoc <laughs> even though puppies and kittens actually cause havoc don't they but here we go so why are puppies cute some animals such as snakes never ever meet their offspring so they gave birth but they don't actually have anything to do with them Others spend months or even years looking after their young, like humans. <laughs> Scientists think that cuteness may be a feature of baby animals in the second group. Because if they're not cute, you're not going to want to look after them, are you? <laughs> not that anybody ever has an ugly baby. <laughs> Sorry, I've got a very dry mouth. Just having a drink of water. Um, so fossils show us that even certain baby dinosaurs had big eyes and huge heads compared to their body size. Cute looks may help to make animal parents think, oh, I want to look after you forever and ever, instead of, I want to eat you. <laughs> but when it comes to puppies, it's not just other dogs that find them adorable. <gasps> Plenty of humans do too those big round eyes and those soft floppy ears <gasps> that cute little button nose is it because puppies remind us of human babies the large heads and eyes not the floppy ears though <laughs> or could it be something else in one of the most Adorable experiments ever carried out. Scientists asked people to look at pictures of puppies. They found that puppies look cutest to humans when they're about eight weeks old. This is the same age that puppies stop drinking their mother's milk and start to rely on us to feed them. Hmm. Perhaps puppies have adapted to look cute. So that humans want to look after them. Huh. Hmm. They're not daft, are they? After all, most dogs are no longer wild animals. We have kept them as pets and working dogs for hundreds of years. If humans typically pick the cutest puppies to care for, and those cute puppies grow up to have cute puppies of their own, then over hundreds of years, puppies would have become cuter and cuter. Of course, this can't explain why humans find 
baby pandas, seahorses and tigers. So lovable. So what is Victoria and everybody else? Hmm. What is the cutest baby animal you have ever seen? Hmm. Now, I've got, I shouldn't really tell you this because it's not really very nice, but um, my cousin came round yesterday to visit us and they, she brought her dog or one of her dogs. She's got three and she brought the one that she brings everywhere. She carries him everywhere. Um, He's called Percy. Um... And he's one of the ugliest dogs I've ever seen. He's not cute at all. He's not a baby dog anymore. He's um, an adult dog. But he's he's just not cute at all. But she thinks he is. So that's all that counts, isn't it? That's all that matters is that um, the owner thinks he's cute. <laughs> and she was telling me... I'm, making me hold him and I love dogs don't get me wrong I love cats more I'm a cat person but um I do like dogs but I didn't want to really hold him um because <laughs> he wasn't cute <laughs> bless her but she thought he was so that's all that matters so I thought we would read oh no hang on we haven't done the days yet have Dear me, what is the matter with me? Oh, dearie me. Um, we haven't done a lot. I don't know what's wrong with me today. I think, I think I'm going mad. So, um, let us see what um, huh, we have a... Fun fact, okay. Now, the fun fact is, is called balloon shoes. Now, this was a mad invention by John Logie Baird. Shoes with balloons in the soles so you could walk more comfortably. When he tried them out, he found walking on balloons was tricky and passers-by thought he was drunk. Then one of the balloons popped and he fell over. <laughs> but can you imagine walking on balloons? Although I wouldn't like it because I don't like balloons. I'm terrified of them popping and making that banging noise. But can you imagine them just, oh my goodness, it would make life so lovely and comfortable Walking on cushions. Maybe you could have cushions instead. They don't pop, do they? Oh, walking on cushion air. Oh, so nice. <laughs> I have decided, you know, I said the other day about um, getting some uh, drinking bottles and uh, cups with, um, oh, with the, our logo on them. And um and perhaps selling them online. Um I asked you if there was anything else that you would like to see. And well, uh a bit overwhelmed by well, we had key rings, we've had cushions. Somebody mentioned a cushion um with our logo on so that 
uh, or a cushion cover so that you can put it on at a cushion um, so that when you're listening you can cuddle up to the cushion how lovely is that so yes um, so I think we've, we've got um, quite a few different things um, that I could um, I could actually put our logo on so I think I'm going to get a couple of little bits and t-shirts maybe there you go. Um, so I think I'm going to get a couple of each and put them online and see if anybody is interested. There did seem to be quite a lot of interest. So um, just another so that we can put um, put some pennies towards the book fund again. Um, right. What day is it today apart from being Monday and apart from being the 8th of May? Well, it is Iris Day. So, not Iris, the bit of your eye that's called an iris, but the flower. I love the flower iris. So gorgeous. Um, it's such a beautiful flower. Uh, it's golf day. Never understood golf. Never understood it at all. I've always been told I talk too much, which I do. <laughs> um national coconut cream pie day well there you go i love coconut i love cream and i love pie so what's not to love there that sounds pretty amazing no socks day sounds good to me i like walking around with no socks on so uh so yes i think that's a good idea and well donkey day oh i love donkeys see they're cute i love donkeys so uh those are the days i've oh, got ever such a dry mouth i do apologize um i have to keep having a drink of water mm. so um right oh dearie me so I thought we would read chapter three of Daisy and the Trouble with Coconuts. <sighs> and it's all about the fun fair. So here goes. Are we ready? Are we settled comfortably? Then I will begin. So the trouble with funfair posters is when a funfair comes to town, they stick them everywhere. When me and mum went into town after school, I saw funfair posters stuck on the fence down by the roundabout. There were funfair posters stuck on the window of an empty shop in the high street. There were even bits of a funfair poster stuck on the back of a lorry parked outside the baker's. Oh, it was so exciting. It got even more exciting when Mum told me that Nanny and Grampy had phoned while I was at school and offered to take me to the funfair. Oh! On Saturday afternoon. I didn't even know my nanny and grampy liked fun fairs. I thought they were far too old to like fun things. Mum said just because people are over the age of 60, it doesn't mean they should give up the will to live. 
She said that for a lot of people, retirement is the most enjoyable time of life. She said that when you're nanny and grampy's age, you can do anything you want and any time you want. Which is a good job, really, because mum would never have taken me to a fun fair because mum doesn't like fun fairs at all. Whenever the fun fair has come to town before, my mum has always pulled a grumpy face. As far as she's concerned, fun fairs are a complete waste of money. Plus, she says, the games at a fun fair are too expensive and the rides spin you around so much they make you sick. I totally agree with the mum. I really do. <laughs> Sometimes I think my mum should have been a teacher. <laughs> Luckily for me, Mum wasn't invited. I reckon Nanny and Grampy had probably taken Mum to a fun fair when she was a little girl and had decided never to do it again. Fun fairs are no fun at all if you take the wrong sort of children. Luckily for Nanny and Grampy, I was exactly the right sort of child to take to a fun fair. I didn't mind if the rides were too expensive because Nanny and Grampy would be paying. I didn't even mind if the rides made me feel sick because at least I'd be having a brilliant fun at the same time. <sighs> Plus, I was absolutely sure I wasn't going to be sick anyway. When I spoke to Grampy on the phone on Friday, he sounded even more excited than me. <laughs> he asked me if I'd ever been in a bumper car and I said I hadn't. He asked me if I'd ever been down a helter-skelter and I said I hadn't. He asked me if I'd ever been on a waltzer and I said I hadn't. He asked me if I'd ever eaten a toffee apple and I said I had, but I hadn't. Only because I, I only said I had because I was getting embarrassed just by saying that I hadn't done anything. And anyway, I had eaten an apple before and I had eaten a toffee before, only not at the same time, which is almost the same thing. Mm, kind of. Anyway, Grampy said that there were two things that we absolutely must do while we were at the fun fair on Saturday. Number one. We must win a goldfish. Number two, we must win a coconut. <gasps> I've never won a goldfish or a coconut before. So, well, you can just imagine how excited I was now. When Nanny came on the phone, she said that they would pick me up in the car at 12 o'clock on Saturday and would bring me back at four. Which, if you're any good at mental arithmetic, adds up to four fabulous, fun-filled hours. Maybe staying in at break time did help me with my sums after all. Wowzers, wowzers. I'm going to read chapter four as well. So the trouble with normal breakfasts is they can be a bit boring. 
So when I woke up on Saturday, I decided that instead of having a normal breakfast, I would have a special funfair one. Oh, funfair breakfasts are much more fun. In fact, they're so much more fun, you don't even need to put sugar on them. To have a funfair breakfast, all you need is two Weetabixes and some honey nut loops. Oh, and a biggish carton of milk with quite a lotish amount of milk in it. Here are my instructions on how to make Daisy's special funfair breakfast. First of all, you take the Weetabix and lay it flat on the bottom of your bowl. Next, cover the flat Weetabix with milk. Not too much, just enough to make the milk look like a swamp. Then, take a honey nut loop in your fingers, place it at the bottom of the top of the slide, count down from three to one, place it at the top of the slide. Oh, sorry, I missed... Oh my goodness, I've got to go back. I've missed it. First of all, sorry, you take the first Weetabix and lay it flat on the bottom of your bowl. Then you wedge the second Weetabix up against it so it looks like a slide. There you go. The first Weetabix helps the second Weetabix stay in position. That's the bit I missed, so I do apologise. Next, cover the flat Weetabix with milk, not too much, just enough to make the milk look like a swamp. Then take a honey nut loop in your fingers, place it at the top of the slide. Now we have a slide. Count down from three to one. Let go of the honey nut loop and let it roll down the slide into the swamp. As soon as the loop touches the side of your bowl, you can grab it out with your fingers and eat it. How much fun is that? The more honey nut loops you roll down the slide, the more you get to eat. It's simple. Plus, once you run out of honey nut loops, you can eat the slide while it's still crunchy and the mushy bottom of the swamp afterwards. Mum said I could have fun fair breakfasts every day if it meant I was going to eat that much breakfast for breakfast. I said I would if I could go to a fun fair every day too. Uh, but she said I couldn't. So I said I probably wouldn't. <laughs> so there you go. Um, how to make a fun fair breakfast. Sounds good, doesn't it? And easy once you have all the steps and not just some of them like I gave you to start with. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh my goodness me. Um... So if you can think of anything else that you would like to see our logo on and online, then let me know. Um, we are having a busy day today. We're going to our aunties uh, or my aunties and we are um, having some sort of afternoon tea. Ooh, sounds um posh, doesn't it? <laughs> anyway, you all have oh, just the perfect, perfect, perfect day. Um, and I 
will also have a really, really good day. But I want you all to promise me to take care and stay safe. And I promise that I will start using the interact button. <laughs> so I will see you all again tomorrow, okay? Uh, bye. Four.